Imagine the scene. Uh, as Saturday, you've been outside. I probably shouldn't be. Hold on a wee second. Hold on. Right, I probably shouldn't be eating crisps while I record this. That's probably <coughs> podcast 101, isn't it? Um, I've been outside all day. It's glorious. It's uh, There's a big bit of audio missing here, and I must have deleted it by mistake, but it's just me, I think, talking about crisps, and I'm eating crisps loudly on the microphone, and I'm a little bit drunk, and we've nearly got back to it, and seen their sriracha and jam flavour down. Um, honestly, they're really... Um, I'm really pretty impressed by them. Mm. Mm. Oh, 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 baby, baby, baby. Mm, mm, mm. You like that, baby? Oh, you like that? Mm. Oh, this is spicy. Mm. Oh, this is sweet. Mm. Um, baby. Mm. Um, you like the crisps, yeah? Mm. You like the crunch? Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, hi, ho. Uh, hi, and that was maybe I don't know we maybe that was like a folk a German national anthem who knows who knows who that was but someone should buy it and copyright it before it gets in my house I've also got a wee Negroni here and. In my opinion, Negronis are the king of cocktails. They get you lit. They get you turnt. They are... They're so versatile. They're stunning. They're beautiful. They're amazing. You look like Linda Evangelista. Oh my god, are you a model? Um, and I'm a wee bit mad at it. I've had two of them. I'm a wee bit mad at it. I started my own little bar up here. So my mum can't tell. Oh my god. My... Oh my goodness. Gracious me. I feel like this has been a complete assault on all of your guys' hearings. Because you've literally just listened to me like slurp and crunch and burp and maybe do all the things you're not supposed to do when you do this. However, literally when you talk to like millionaires and celebrities and all that, you know, in the interviews like that, um, they all say the same thing and I'm doing what they say. They say, if their rules, break them. So do you know what I'm fucking doing? I'm breaking the rules. I am taking this to the next level. I'm going where no person has dared to venture in the world of podcasting. I'm include. This is real. This is authentic. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Gonna let the light shine on me. Oh my god. Um. Um, wow. <laughs> and I'm going to say, sit here and say wow again because it's now two days later. Um, I've just finished. I'm a sweet boy. Ooh, I'm a sweet, sweet boy. Oh, you're sweetabar. I'm a sweet, sweet boy. And um, I've just finished working out. I've just, I've just finished my mat exercise for the day. My fucking ab and upper body and my... I'm trying to get a nice... Well, actually, do you know what? Here's here's me going to fucking sit and toot up my own horn again because I, essentially that's all I do in this podcast. I sit and fucking... 
talk about him. He's nam. I've got a great arse. Like, I actually do have a fucking fantastic arse. I've always had a good arse. And I'm trying to tone it. I've got resistance bands. And I'm doing the clams. I'm doing the bridges. I am going to have my booty in Skahooty soon enough. Um, don't say I don't get show you versatility because I recorded, for some reason, when I'd had a couple of Negronis, I thought it'd be a good idea to record 10 minutes or whatever, how long that was. Of, uh, oh, that we clap. Oh, my goodness. I know you can't see it here, but I see what I, oh, ah, ah, ah. Um, when I do that, the the recording thing, because obviously when I'm recording, I can see my wee speech bubble like going up and down and wee waves, and that's just fucking spiking it. And that actually might not be that interesting to a lot of people, but that was quite fun for a wee thing for a little second. But don't say, don't you dare sit there and be like, Andrew, you're not showing us versatility because look at me. Now, after being a great citizen of the world, I like. From from the first part of this podcast, which was me after two Negronis eating lentil chips on a Saturday night, about to get steaming on Zoom to my pals. Now it's Monday morning. I've done a meditation. I've had some green tea. I've done my mat workout. I'm about to go get make a smoothie bowl. She's got everything. She's a supermodel. She's well rounded, oblong, oblong no longer, oblong, oblong, oblonger, oblong, oblong. Oblong. Hit the beat. Ah, 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 up long, no longer, baby, no longer. Yeah, that's all you're getting from that one there. Um, maybe we should include more tunes, and more original songs. Uh, maybe this is a way for me to start my music career as well. The possibilities are really endless with this. Um, what's actually happened is I actually recorded a couple of conversations with people, but the levels are so horrendous they're actually so bad not only are they so bad i'm just like shouting over people because again i'm so fucking self-obsessed with myself i am recording these conversations so that be so that you guys can listen to my friends and we can talk and like but no as soon as they start speaking i'm like nah, 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 or i'm like screaming and then the because the, they're on the phone i just I'm just, I'm trying to get used to it and I'm trying to work things out. Do you know what? Maybe, this is a shout out to Megan Morrison because our conversation just really didn't work. I basically called someone I've literally not spoken to in six years, just really randomly out of the blue because I realised I had her number saved in my phone. And then we ended up speaking for an hour, which was so nice. But that was a funny start of a conversation because I've genuinely not spoken to the girl for six years. But it was great. She's great. Her family's doing great. Her sister's shagging. Louis Capaldi's drummer. It's all great. Like, literally, what more could you aspire to be in life? We love success. Um, she's ginger again. No one's actually interested in this. Uh, but love you, Megan. Unfortunately, our conversation's not going to make it in this because I'm a riot. And it is my fault. It's not, babe, babe, it's not you. It's me. So... That's that and that. And actually, do you know what? This is going to be... We're going to jump it about again. Who knows what's going to happen next? Because I need to have a shower and I need to eat breakfast. So I'm going to go do that and then I'm going to come back and then we're going to speak some more shit. Don't you worry, baby. We're going to speak some more... Don't, don't worry. Don't you worry about it. I'm here. I'm here for this. I'm here for us. I'm here for us. And, um, wow. Catch you, babe. Mwah. Oh... I'm back. Um, I've got my smoothie bowl here, so maybe if you're eating breakfast, we can eat breakfast together. Mmm. <laughs> wow. Amazing. 
Um, but actually being on sweaty, I was a sweaty bastard. I'm clean now, but honestly, at one point in my life, I'm a lot less sweaty than I used to be. At one point in my life, I was so sweaty. Like seeing high school, I used to like soak through. I used to always have my blazer on because the back of my shirt used to always be see through because I was literally just like sitting there. Like, <laughs> Just sweating, just this fucking big moist damp fucking monster. Honestly, I I'm surprised I never got bullied for it. I think people were just too nice to mention anything about it. Like even to the point where like my arse sweat was uncontrollable. Like I would sit down on a seat and it'd be those fucking bl- it'd always be plastic seats. They were my worst nightmare. I hated plastic seats. I loved the the seats that were like metal legs, but they had like they had like uh they had like fabric on the top of them because my arse sweat wouldn't show them so I was like I'd always be like oh my god thank fuck because I knew if I sat in a plastic seat when I got up my arse sweat would be visible and like bitch it's not it wasn't just like a little line like there was like the whole fucking there was a, the map of the world on there it was like a fucking detailed you could see every fucking ridge every horizon every fucking mountain range every cavern the fucking Mariana Trench you name it you could see it in my fucking arse sweat. And I wish I was joking, like, I really wish I was joking, and everyone must have seen it, everyone must have seen it, because it was, like, so dark, and it was so there, that they must have seen it, but they must have felt so bad for me, oh my god, I am actually now realising, see, again, like I said, this is, like, a fucking therapy session for me, the amount people saved me from and shielded, oh my goodness gracious me, the amount people saved me from and shielded me from in high school, Thank you, friends. Thank you, high school friends. Honestly, truly. It was actually such a mad period of my life. Because this was a period of my life as well where I acted and I, I went to drama. I was also straight at the time. <laughs> Lol. Uh, I went to pace and I'm just sitting here picking my teeth. I don't know how I'm here. I've got fucking peanut butter and stuck my teeth. Um. And I was in an anti-drugs campaign. I don't know if any of you went to a little something we like to call Choices for Life. Hello, Choices for Life. Not only was I in the stage show of Choices for Life, the stay on the stage, darling, at the SECC, darling. Not only was I in the stage show for Choices for Life, I'm also in the YouTube series Choices for Life um, as a background artist. So, if you spot me, shout out if you've seen that in high school, AC or whatever, I'm in that. Here on the, the song. Oh my god, the song. Iconic. Wait, 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 wait for the song. joking aside that goes off hello that actually pops off i actually remember you could get cds with that on it like they were kid had given out as free cds and annex a cd and i generally used to sit in my room and listen to it on repeat like it actually goes off they say they'll take you to a new cool new world but that's a road to sorrow honestly the, the, the lyrics behind that and then what I grew up to be as well were 
just to, again, like I said at the start, versatility. Versatility? Versatility? That's my wee Gary Barlow squeak. I don't know if I've actually even mentioned about the Gary Barlow squeak here before. I don't even know if there's a thing. It's just a thing that I've noted. The Gary Barlow squeak. It's the, in, a, in his songs, he also says, it's like the most, like in these days, is the most obvious example of it. I'll try, wait a minute, I'll just get a fucking example up. Here we go. I'll get an example. When you dream of a dream. When you dream of a dream. When you dream of a dream. It doesn't even stop there. Like it gets fucking worse. And you live in the world. And you live in the world. When you dream of a dream. And you live in the world. When you love in the world. And if you think Gary Barlow is done recording his weird orgasmy noises there, just you wait for the second verse, babe. And honestly, the next one, it's just can see, especially now listening back to when it's cut up, it can be really taken out of context. Um, Gary, 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 oh, Gary, it's stuck in me. Oh, Gary, it's stuck in me. Oh, Gary, oh, put it in my ears, Gary, put it in my ears, put it in my ears, Gary. Oh, Gary, what? What? Is that it? You tell me that's all you've got? Gary, no! No, Gary, please, come on! We Gary, Uri Gaza. And do you know what? Actually, this is the thing. This is a big claim, but I can actually claim it. I went on tour with Take That. I might have only been a five-show run, but I've been on tour with Take That. I've been on stage at the SEC, <laughs> at the S. S.E. Hydro would take that. Like, literally, like, I was an extra on tour with them. Do you never forget, I was in the gospel choir. I have been on tour would take that. I'm personal. It was the only three of them at that point. It was the, it was the tour that these days that album came out. It was only Gary, Howard, and Mark. Oh, do you know what, actually? Let's see if we can get Farron on the phone, because she was on stage with me. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait a minute. I don't know how this level's going to be as well. Ugh, oh, cool. Oh! Actual story of my life, innit, when it comes to my friends. Hello, Fadden Elizabeth Smith. Hello? Hello, Fadden Elizabeth Smith. Oh, right. Well, that was actually, that, that was a bit anticlimactic. So, actually, really weirdly, I'm recording a podcast. Surprise! You're, so, you're a, you're a podcast guest. Oh, right. Hello. I've been a bit toast. Don't worry. I literally just ate a, a full smoothie bowl while speaking into a microphone. Like, don't you? The standards are not high here, babe. You know this. <laughs> It actually is. Um, so I literally just done the claim to fame. We've been on tour with Take That. Do you ever tell people that? I tell people all the time. Yeah, I always say that that's my closest to meeting a celebrity ever. What do you... Mark. We were on stage with them. We were legit on stage during the gospel <laughs> choir. We never forget we were the gospel choir. The flood, we had umbrellas up with rain pouring on us. Remember the ponchos they made us wear? <laughs> It was actually amazing. Do you know what? Do you know what the best thing about that experience was? Is at my favourite claim to fame from that is 
drill the water to remember you and me we can light up the sky i'm like you might have seen take that and you might have went to the stadium to see them but i have been on stage while take that we're singing rule the world and everyone had their phone lights on because so you actually never get to experience that from the other side what it's like seeing all the phone lights like fucking thousands of people that well thousands of people thousands of middle-aged mothers <laughs> Waving their phones about while Gary Barlow's singing Rule the World. Honestly, bring a tear to your eye. And in the middle of uni exams. I know, literally. Uh, <laughs> literally, exams during the day on stage with Take That at night. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like you, it's just so you to do that. I can do it. And remember, I actually text all my friends, me, you, and Sophie McLean. Shout out to Sophie McLean. Sophie McLean's not been on yet, but she actually needs to get on this podcast. Oh, do you know what? I'm just going to end that wee bit there. Honestly, these celebrities get to go on stage, they get to live their life. See, if I had money, I'd be such a good rich person. I'd, like, honestly, I'd actually, I'd spend the money on worthwhile things. I stand by this. I don't have a lot of money. And it's not actually that. Like, I'm, well, and I'm poor as shit. Like, like I'm actually poor as shit, but... In the grand scheme of things, I'm also rich as fuck because there's so much poverty in the world and you can't ignore that poverty. So I'm here, I I do, I acknowledge my privilege. I acknowledge my privilege completely. Through acknowledging that privilege, I will also say I have lived in, I'll ignore, I'll say this is the thing as well. So before I go into this as well, like I'm not here to say I'm impoverished because I've got a safety net like and that's the important thing but when I was in Australia I was extremely impoverished like I was working on a farm and I made no money at all and I had no money and I couldn't escape and a farmer was really homophobic and would shout me and only call me nail polish nail polish you missed a strawberry uh, shout out to you Brad um and I had to do like I had like literally to survive I used to have to steal out of bins behind supermarkets I used to get food from there I used to on a Tuesday there was free bread given out by the local charity shop and I used to have to go along on a Tuesday and get free bread like that's the thing like people think backpacking and traveling is all fun and games like I've not like it is actually kind of all fun and games because you just get mad with it and you wallow you just you just have a laugh through it with loads of people and everyone's hot and all that but it's also the lowest and the scummiest you will ever become in your life. Like, I was a scumbag. Like, an actual, full-on, no-all-right person. You just, I think as well, because you're backpacking, you're not really part of, like, that society. So you feel like you're outside of society anyway, so you do things that are not acceptable normally because, like, well... Do you know what I mean you're not actually normally? It's oh, that's a, how do I actually explain what's going on in my brain? That was a really bad. Ex- but like, see, because you are dirty and pure scum of the earth, and you're just getting mad at it and having a laugh. You take that to all aspects of your life when you're. But it's it's so much fun. Everyone should do it. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I hope you got something from that sentence. I'm going to stop it here because if I keep going any longer, I'm going to have a stroke. Try to process what information I was trying to process, which I don't even know what I was trying to do. So that's that and that story. I I don't even know what point I was trying to make. Poor me, I out of a bin. There we go. We'll end it there. Poor me. Poor Andrew. I want you to do this right now. I want you to look at where this sound's coming from. We're going back there. We're flinging it back to the first episode. And I want you to go... 
Andrew, I feel sorry for you because that's all I want. That's all I want. I want people to feel sorry for me. Um, so in three, two, one. Thank you. I really appreciate that you feel sorry for me and that you care about me. And that, do you know what? I care about you too. Mwah. And you, oh my goodness, I'm moving that microphone about. I don't know what that done there. I don't know. If it, is this even still recording? Oh, fantastic. Well, you saw that mess. Hello. Yeah, I'm letting you see behind the curtains here. You're seeing behind the candelabra. Of what? Just try to come out my mouth there, Jesus Christ. About uh, Jesus Christ, I'm actually we're actually going to sit and talk about our um, Lord and Savior, Sophia Spexter. Actually, fucking here we go. Um, so the first ever concert I went to see, I love this as well. The first ever act I ever went to see in concert was George Michael, and yes, it was. How good's that? Because most people's just like Westlife and stuff, and I can sit and just boast and be like, actually, I think the five minutes was George Michael. Um, but Sophie Ellis Baxter supported George Michael, and this is less about Sophie Ellis Baxter and more about murder on the dance floor. There is a thing I personally like to call the murder on the dance floor paradox. And I think it's a really interesting piece of scientific, I don't know what word, scientific data. I think it's something that I've been studying. Genuinely, this is something I've been studying. I might be a fucking nutcase for it. But it's something I've been studying and noticing. And maybe I'm going to write a thesis on it. So my thesis is, undeniably, Murder on the Dance Floor is a really great song. I don't know how I'm going to word this. So undeniably, Murder on the Dance Floor is a really great song, but... People who put it on don't have a good music taste. And I know that sounds crazy, but Murder on the Dance Floor is an amazing song and everyone knows it's an amazing song. And see, whenever someone, it's like, oh my God, can I put on a song and they put on Murder on the Dance Floor? I'm like, oh, I can't trust you. You don't have a, you don't have a good music taste. You're putting on a song that, that people, that you know or think people are going to like. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm overthinking this, but it's literally a thing where, and that's what what adds to the paradox is Murder Dance was a great song, so it doesn't make sense. Well, maybe it does make sense, but Murder Dance was a great song. People who put it on at parties don't have a good music taste, and that's something that I like to call the Murder on the Dance for paradox. It's just like it's not difficult. Put on like Shine by Take That. Hello. Put on like fucking I know Corrida. Put on, uh, put on some Kylie. Oh, how easy is that? Like literally, put on. To, you don't need to put on Murder on the Dance Floor to prove. That's what I think. Sometimes when people put Murder on the Dance Floor, put on Grooves in the Heart by Daylight. When people put on Murder on the Dance Floor, sometimes I sit and I'm like, you're trying to prove to me to people that you've got a good music taste, and you don't need to prove that. Have more faith in yourself. Put on what you really want to put on, because what you really want to put on is not murder on the dance floor, babe. So why do, I tr I trust you? I trust your music taste. So put on something else. Put on something that's more meaningful to you, and not something that you know is gonna make people be like, "Oh, Sophie's Baxter, Oh my God, amazing!" But we do need more tunes like that. I call it um like smug middle aged woman music. Like it's like smug middle-aged women like speaking into a microphone like you are shit and I am amazing like Lily Allen was a smug 
well, she wasn't middle-aged. Smug women speaking into microphone. Sophia Spexter was smug women speaking. The cardigans, smug people speaking. Love me, love me, say that you love me. Just be fucking smug and sexy and just speak into a microphone. And if you do that, I will eat it up. But if you do that, I'll eat it up. But also if you put on so a murder dance floor, when I'm there at a party, know that I'm going to make eye contact with you and know that I know what's going on behind your eyes I really know I can see the truth and I can see the heart and I'm here to support you and I'm here to help you through this I've given you loads of things to put on except for murdering dance floor so next time you, you're thinking about fucking do it don't do it right full stop thank you next question I know I said next question like I was going to move on but what I actually just realized was I'd said smug middle-aged women when I meant smug middle-class women that's what I was trying to say. Smug middle class women speaking into a uh, speaking into a mic probably got a glass of red wine in hand. It's probably like a, a Rio. And no, do you know what? It's probably a fucking Pinot Noir. That's what it is. Smug middle aged women speaking into a microphone with a glass of fucking Pinot Noir in one hand and a fucking Marlboro Gold in the other. That's exactly what this genre of music is. And I need more of it. So if you could provide me with more, um, I'd love that. I know we had a wee surprise column with Farron Elizabeth Smith, um, but I actually, and I know I said at the start that we weren't going to hear anything from the Megan Morrison conversation because I just destroyed it and took over it and stuff like that, but what I'm going to see is I'm actually going to see if I can salvage some of it, because I feel bad because it was a great wee conversation with someone I've not had spoke to for six years. Ugh, so here is what I'm going to try and salvage from that conversation. Oh my god. Um, actually, do you know what? After that wee phone call with Farron, I said Megan Morrison's thing was too... It is so messy. It's just, I keep shouting over her. I keep shouting over her and the levels are so bad. But I'm going to try and like put a little clip together of her answer phone saying hello, just so you can meet Megan Morrison and 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 maybe a little bit what we talked about. Oh, it's, it's pretty unsalvageable. But even if I get a little bit for you guys, don't, don't say I don't treat you. Don't say I don't, don't, now don't you say your aunt don't treat you. So I'll see if I can get a wee bit of that conversation up as well. Um, it's almost like a fucking sketch show the way it just fucking flies around in it. But I think the magic of this is there's no formula and there's no, you never know what you, when you tune in on Monday and Thursdays, you never know what you're going to fucking expect here. I literally don't know what to expect when I sit down to do this bullshit. So it's just as magical for you as it is for me, babies. How have I got Megan Morrison's home number? I bear in mind that this is a thing. Maybe I actually go on and check Megan Morrison. Because I've not spoke. <laughs> what year is it? 2020. I've probably not seen Megan Morrison face to face for maybe three or four years. It's over two. I reckon it's about three or four years that I've not seen Megan Morrison for. <laughs> Am I just going to text Megan Morrison after not speaking to her for, for four years? For, for yeah, do you know what? I, this is going to be an unknown number. <laughs> this is. Let's go. This could be an unknown number. And she's going to see it's on. Hello? Is this Megan Morrison? Hello? It is! <laughs> Megan, you, you gave me this number like six years ago, seven years ago. I've not spoke, I've not probably seen you in about four years, but I was talking about, I'm recording myself because that's all I do now, apparently. It's all I've got to do with my time. <laughs> 
And I'm talking about. And I was talking about musicals, and I was like, do you know what? She fucking posted on my Instagram. I might as well call Megan Morrison, who I've not spoken to for four years out of the blue. <laughs> oh, well, I'm happy you have. I'm the one on silent, and I'm just saw me. I mean, I'm good. I'm actually really good. I think you're either you're either a Lee Miz or you're a Wicked. That's the two types of theatre, kid. I don't like Wicked. Megan, I don't like Wicked. No. Oh, I do like Defying Gravity. Like, I'll give you that. What a song. Like, it's a song. I know every lyric to it. I'll sing along to it. But I don't like Wicked as a musical. I saw it in London as well and I didn't like it. Like, I was like, okay. Agreed. Agreed. I totally agree. Because, yeah, don't get me wrong. The Defying Gravity moment is, like, that is most essential. It's fucking great. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's your favourite memory of us? <laughs> this one was a little bit later. Um, I actually think about this quite a lot and like just sitting having me laugh to myself. It was we went back to watch a Verona, sh- a Verona show uh, a year or two after we'd left. Yeah. We watched it together and then at the end we just like, I, I hope we got asked to, but we went on the stage and sung. And we'll all together, side by side. And then Monty did it and went. And then everyone was in tears and we were like standing at the door, like helping them go through. And you were like, Go be with your family, go be with your family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually think about this all the time as so? well? Because I, like, but they were, like, it was Blair Stovey, I think, who was directed, and they were all trying to bow, and I just, like, burst to the front, and I was like, Go, get off stage! <laughs> <laughs> I was like pushing everyone off stage. I was like, well, who did I think I was? And then um, we were sitting in fires one, and I can't remember. I think we were in a wee rehearsal for doing that, and you walked. <laughs> you were walking out and then it Well, wasn't that a wee, again, there's probably my microphone going again, um, wasn't that a wee fucking blast from the past? What a wholesome little show that was today. We had two guests, we spoke about Take That, we spoke about how Gary Barlow's a, a tax-dodging bastard, well maybe we never talk about that, but there's that, that's information that everyone needs. Um, oh my god, I'm, oh sorry, my, my screen just went absolutely nuts there. You can probably hear me moving my microphone around about you can probably hear me moving my microphone about but I don't know if I care that much to change it because this ain't perfect and nothing and nothing in life's perfect uh, so, so, so as soon as you get that around your head mate that nothing in life's perfect the fucking better because you won't be fucking disappointed by life so you that's on you mate that's on you um, but I think this is the end. I have actually... So, here's a little insight, another behind the curtain. The date now is the 27th of April. You probably won't hear this until, like, mid-May. Today was the day that I released the first episode officially. And everyone's been so lovely about it, which is so nice, because I had fucking anxiety, and I was like, do you know what, actually? Andrew, you are just self-obsessed, and people don't need this, and people are just going to listen to this and be like... 
this is embarrassing. And actually, eventually was like, do you know what? No, actually, all that matters is you're having fun. And I'm actually having a lot of fun when I make these. It's really fun. And I'm enjoying it. Tell me what you like. Please... Uh, rate five stars and leave a review if you've got Apple Music if you can get onto that Apple Music podcast app just fucking five star that and just talk about how amazing it is in the wee review comments subscribe to it follow it would really help genuinely I feel like one of these YouTubers now that's like like subscribe comment to my channel but honestly please do all these things and I'd actually do you know what I'd really love I'd love um people to like do arty things for it so that I can put them on my Instagram, because right now, they're just not arty at all, so, or maybe I should do that, maybe that's on me, um, but if you want to make, maybe I don't want, if you want to do it, I will absolutely, I will, I would love it, I would really love it, support your friends, and, and while I'm saying support your friends, shout out to Babylon Jewelry, bitch, it's my mum's birthday today, oh my god, it's my mum's birthday today, happy birthday mum, happy birthday mum, I'm going to shout downstairs to her, Happy birthday, mum! Happy birthday, mum! Um, and um, I got my my friend Carla makes my my friend Carla makes uh, earrings and jewellery, and I got my mum them for her birthday, and she loves them. They're actually so cute. They're the cutest little things ever, and especially now during coronavirus, if it still is, we're still in lockdown, you can't go out and get your parents a gift, get them some, this uh, Auntie Andrew Loud coming to you, sponsored by Babylon Jewellery, but honestly, support local businesses, support your friends, and get some of her earrings while you're at it, because they're so cheap, and they're so cute, so mwah, that's that and that, uh, today's been a great little day, I've had a lot of fun, and I've still got loads of exploring to do, life's one big adventure, and it's just never gonna stop, is it? Oh my goodness, that was a wee burp, and I'll take that burp as my cue, as a wee devil telling me to get the fuck off this microphone and get on with other things in life. Uh, but thank you for joining me, I love you, you look stunning today, you actually do look stunning today, you look beautiful, you look radiant. You've moisturised, haven't you? I can tell it because your skin looks dead smooth. Oh my god, you're so hot. Uh, I love you. Stay hydrated.